morning. Oh, I, you're surprised. All right, good morning, and uh, it's so good to be back here. I'm so overwhelmed that I'm here, right here, standing, and I'm so happy that it was announced that the service will be happening here in Merc, in Mercury, because seven years ago, this is the place where I was serving, hosting team, cleaning this place. Come on, somebody. Uh, this is even the place where I sleep and I rest. This is even the place where I play. Uh, when people are not around, I, I just play here on the stage and I act as if I'm Pavarotti. I'm just saying, whoa, because this place is a, it's an awesome place. But now if I will tell the, the old self, the old me, I will tell, hey, stop playing because seven years from now, you're going to be preaching on the same spot. <laughs> oh, God is good. God is good. Can I request everybody to just lift your hands? Because I'm just overwhelmed of God's grace in my life. Lord, I thank you, Lord, for your grace. I know we are here, Lord, because of your amazing grace, Father God. I'm overwhelmed, Lord, how you picked me up, how you rescued me, how you blessed me, how you changed me, and how you anointed us, oh Lord. And Lord, today, we honor you. We don't want to take for granted, Lord, what you have done. We praise you, Lord, for what you have done this week. And we praise you, Lord, for all the blessings, for all the lives that have been saved, all the lives that have been changed. And we honor you, Father God. Today, this is your moment. Let the name of Jesus be glorified. We honor you in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Amen. You can now take your seat. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I'm really excited to be here. And uh, before I proceed, I just want to tell you that Nine years ago, I want to honor this person because nine years ago, uh, she started it all. Uh, I know she doesn't want to do this, but I want to honor Rebecca for... Come on, Rebecca, can you kindly stand up? I want to honor you. Come on, somebody. That's amazing nine years ago. Who, who, ever, who ever thought that... You know, a church will be planted in Manila and a church will be thriving in Manila. It's because nine years ago you went to the Philippines and at that time I know you have no idea, even me. I'm just taking photos of you. And, uh, but God has a bigger plan, amen. And that's why I'm here. I'm so happy that uh, we're back here in the Mercury Theater because what I've said uh, seven years ago, I was here playing and just, uh, it's just good to be back. You know, when coming here, the memories are flooding on me. I remember still how I, I clean here, how I host uh, for all the services. And I was so thankful how God, for seven years, changed my life. And I said, it's good to be back. Because uh, when saying it's good to be back and, and looking at so many familiar faces, you're still looking good. Come on. You're, you're not looking old. You're, you're looking good. Come on, Michael Cave. Come on, somebody. All right, come on, Matt, come on, come on, cheer up, come on, Manuel, you're still looking good, still single, but I declare in Jesus' name, <laughs> oh yeah, so I'm so thankful to the Lord, I'm just, it's just overwhelmed me, you know, the plan of the Lord in my life, how God changed me, I came here in New Zealand without a clue, but God uh, changed my heart, transformed my heart, and now God has blessed me. God bless the church in Manila right now. And last uh, 
uh, two weeks ago, we baptized 46 people in the name of Jesus. Come on, we celebrate it. It's so good. It's so good. Now I'm here. I know you, uh, you're here and, and you're happy for shout. Yeah. Amen. So uh, we are here. I know we are in a trip. We are for a trip and we're going to read God's word and we're going to proceed with the word of God. So the word of God is coming. I'm going to be preaching from Joshua chapter 8. Because I believe that 8 stands for a new beginning. I believe that God is about to start a new beginning for all the churches. New vision. New dreams. Come on somebody. Is someone with me right now? So we're going to read Joshua chapter 8. Actually, this is the account after the Jericho victory. And now they are facing a new battle. And let's see what happened. In Joshua chapter 8, we're going to read from verse 1. It said, Then the Lord said to Joshua, Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Take the whole army with you and go up and attack Ai, for I have delivered them to you. Set an ambush behind the city. And it says in the second verse, it says, So Joshua and the whole army moved out to attack Ai. He chose 30,000 of his best fighting men and sent them at night with these orders. Listen carefully. You are to set an ambush behind the city. Don't go very far from it and be on alert. And those who are with me will advance in the city. And when they come out against us as they did before, they will pursue us until we have lured them away from the city. For they will say... They are running away from us as they did before. So when you flee from them, you are to rise up and take the city. The Lord God will give it to your hand. Do what the Lord has commanded. See to it. You have my orders. Next verse. Then Joshua sent them off and they went to the place of ambush and lay in wait between Bethel and Ai. Then the Lord said to Joshua, hold out towards Ai the spear that is in your hand. For into your hand I will deliver the city. As soon as he did this, the men from the ambush rose quickly from their position and rushed forward. They entered the city and captured it. Now, this is the account after the Jericho, after the victory in Jericho. They made a shout and the wall crumbled down. And all of us, we are celebrating out the victory of Jericho. All of us have that Jericho moment. But in this account, they are fighting a different battle. It's the battle of AI. And the crazy thing about it is that AI is smaller than Jericho. And but the, what happened was they won in Jericho, but they lost in AI. Have you experienced in a game that you lose against people who are smaller than you? Yeah, I experienced that. One time we play basketball. Uh, we don't have rugby in Manila. Because rugby in Manila is actually a solvent uh, where drug addicts are sniffing. So that's what rugby in Manila. So I remember, I will never, <laughs> I will never forget, uh, uh, the first mission team came. So I know that you love rugby. All right. So they came over. The, uh, the, the, the people are so excited to introduce rugby to Manila. But they don't know that rugby in Manila is a solvent. And so this guy, I will not mention his name, this guy came over and he's talking and he's speaking to all used to be street kids with sniffing solvent. And so, but now they are changed. Hey, praise the Lord. They got saved and now they are changed. But this guy from New Zealand came over and he's so excited and he opened up like this. Hey kids, anyone here who loves rugby? <laughs> and all the kids say, yeah, we love it. 
And the New Zealand, New Zealand, New Zealand guys said, who, who wants rugby right here, right now? And all the kids, yay! It's crazy. So we don't have rugby in Manila, but we have basketball. So one time we played basketball. So in my team, I get all the tallest guy. I have uh, uh, in, my, in, in the guard is 6'5". Center is... So every, we're big. We're tall. And here comes another team. They're just small. 5'2", 5'4", So they're just little. But man, I think they're not humans. They're ninjas. They are just so fast. And you know that thing? We lost to those smaller guys. Those are the things that you cannot post in Facebook. That's the thing that you cannot post a selfie. That's the thing that when you go back home and us are asking, will ask me, how's the game? Oh, it's all right. It's good. But those are the things that you cannot uh, brag about. It's because they were beaten, uh, we were beaten by smaller guys. And that's the feeling of being beaten or they lost in AI. They already won in Jericho, but they lost in AI. And this is the thing that, but then after they were beaten, they got lost. And Joshua realized everything and they said, no, 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 no. I'm going to go back again and I'm going to try again and I'm going to give my best again. So they go back again to AI because they believe that it's not yet over. And here's the thing, church. We celebrate the Jericho moments of our lives. We, we, we celebrate all the good things, but when we go back home, there will be little battles that oftentimes we underestimate. And then when we go back home, we lost the game. We lost the fight. It's because we didn't depend on the Lord and we depend on our own strength that we can make it. That's why we need to keep trusting the Lord. So it's good to be back. So that's why I got to be preaching on the subject, I'm back to win. Come on, somebody. I'm back to win. I'm excited to go back home. But I can't afford to go back with a loser mindset. I cannot afford to go back with little dreams. With all the blessing from shout. With all the preaching from shout. I'm going to take it home. And I'm going to go back to win. This Monday, I'm so excited because uh, Cloud is going to school for the first time. Uh, we're so excited. Then we go back, going back home. I'm so excited. Actually, please pray for us. This coming August, we'll be doing baptism, a baptism that has never been done before. We're gonna do baptism inside a jail. I talked to the warden because we have a jail ministry, and then 200 inmates, lady inmates, that are being saved. And then I talked to the warden. I said, the next step for them to follow Jesus is baptism. But I know you will not allow them to go out. How about let's bring the baptism inside? I said, the warden said, that's doable. And so this coming August, we're going to go back there bringing all the... Come on, somebody. That's all. We're going to baptize people. Why I'm sharing this? Because I, I, we cannot afford to go back home, to go back where you are, to go back in your office, to go back in your workplace with a loser mindset. Let me tell you this. Shout is not just an event. It's a lifestyle. It must be a conviction. You, you, you can't go back to lose again. 
So maybe when you go back, you're facing the same temptation, same things. But man, I'm encouraging you. When you go back, you're a winner. God is with you and you're not a loser. Wow, I'm excited to go back. And, and when you go back, when you go going back to win, that's your mindset, that's your heart. And how are you going to do that? Number one is this. If you want to go back to win where you, wherever you are, the way to go back to win is first, don't depend on your past achievements. Don't depend on your past achievements. Now don't get me wrong. Let's celebrate the victory. Let's celebrate Shout Conference. Come on, somebody. Let's celebrate the 3,000. Let's celebrate the 600 kids. Let's celebrate the volunteers. You know why? Because we are in a generation that pronounced much more of the failure more than pronouncing the victory. If people has the guts to always post and pronounce all the things, the bad things that are happening or the failures, isn't it just okay that we got to shout, pronounce the victory that God is doing in our lives? That's why I will not apologize that for seven years, seven years now, six years, we're going to be celebrating the fifth year now, this coming September. But since we started, we recorded it, we won more than 6,000 people to Jesus since we start. We baptized 600 people until today. Come on, somebody. Let me tell you this. I'm not boasting it. I'm not saying because we're good. But come on. Let's not apologize. Let us not take for granted what God is doing. If we have to shout it, if we have to brag it, the glory of the Lord, let's do it. Let's celebrate the victory. Let us not take for granted what God has done. And let's be thankful to what He has done. I don't know about you. But I, can, I, I just can't help myself crying every time, shout, coming here. Because if you know the hell that I've been through, you will understand why I'm like this. Because I never thought that God will use me like this. It's just by the grace of God. That's why I celebrate His grace over my life. And let me tell you this, this grace is also in you. This victory is also in you. And when you go back home, you go back there to win. No more to lose in Jesus' name. So don't depend on your past achievements. Yes, celebrate, but don't depend on it. I hope you get the difference. Celebrate. I celebrate the 6,000, but I don't depend on our past achievements. We are praying that we can reach for more. Because the problem, the reason why AI, the reason they lost to AI is because they depend on their Jericho moment. They thought if they can make it to Jer in Jericho, they can still do in AI. So they, depend, they, they depended on their past achievements. But let me tell you this, AI is different from Jericho. We all have that Jericho moments. You know, just by shout, things are just happening. Things are just being accomplished. But this time is different. AI is different. And this is what I realized. God always do new things. And that is why we need to depend on the revelation of the Lord. 
And that's why we cannot depend on our own achievements. Because the moment we think we can make it through our own effort, then we lose it. But when we depend on the Lord, on the revelation of the Lord, then we are listening to the new things that what God wants us to do. And I know that the win is always for you because you depend not on your achievements, not on your success, not on your talents, but you depend only in the living God that called you to serve. Amen? Don't depend on past achievement. You celebrate, but you don't depend on it. Second thing. That we need to realize if you want to go back to win wherever you are. This one, don't miss this. Follow your leader. Follow your leader. Why is that? The reason why they failed is because they attacked AI without Joshua. And this is what I observed. Many people got a big revelation from the Lord and they thought they can do it solo. It doesn't mean that God's give you the revelation that you can do it, Lone Ranger. Let me tell you this. This is not a jewel. This is a war. This is a battle. And this is a battle. You need a leader. You need a general. You need comrades. And they, their mistake is because they failed to follow their leader. Let me tell you this. It's easier to follow than to lead. Why complicate things? And the thing is, come on somebody. Uh, let me tell you this, it's so good that you're following somebody. Because it doesn't mean that the revelation is so good, it's so spiritual that you can make it on your own. I'm thankful to the Lord that we have leaders in the house. Come on, let's honor Pastor Bruce and Pastor Helen, Pastor Sam and Kathy. You know, there are many people that got a revelation from the Lord, go back home, and they thought they can change the world, but they don't want to follow the leader. And they fail. And they ask, why did, I, why did I fail? Simple. You don't follow the leader. It's because God will never call you that is not aligned to the calling of the church. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's so good to be in the house with these leaders. I will never forget uh, two years ago. Uh, two years ago, we went to London and we gathered all the leaders, all the pastors. And I'm so happy to be with, you know, different uh, uh, nations, you know, was, uh, Francesco is there, Bino is there, everybody. And the most spiritual thing that we did is that we go kart racing. Wow, that's the most spiritual thing. And there where I discovered how competitive are the Kiwi guys. They don't want to lose. Man, they're doing their best. You know, be, uh, against the English and they're doing all their best. They're racing. Man, they're so fast. I think six times. That pastor son passed by me and just say <laughs> six times. Yeah. And you know, they're all racing. They are, they are, they are even hurting themselves. They want to kill each other. <laughs> but before that, you know, our topic is we're going to help each other. We're going to champion each other. <laughs> we're going to bless each other. But man, during go-kart racing, oh, they want to kill themselves. <laughs> so they are racing. And at the last, you know, I'm, I'm the last, I'm on the last, and, the, and I'm just there chilling. Because I can do that in Manila. I cannot go up to 150 kilometers because of the traffic. So I'm just chilling there. Just oh, go ahead, kill yourself. You win. I'm just there at the back. And then on my side is another person. 
It's Bino. And I said, hi bro, how are you doing? <laughs> and then all of a sudden, another guy on my side. And then this another guy said, oh, glory to the Lord, breakthrough. It was a Francesco. <laughs> so three of us, Bino and I, so we're just chilling. All of them, they're fighting each other, they're killing each other. And then so after the game, so we just finished the game and I said, man, well, this is the feeling of being a loser, man. I think we lost. So Bino is uh, trying to comfort me. It's all right. Let them do their thing. So in my team, our leader is Pastor Sam. So when we go there, so we lose. It's all right. It's all right. But then he said, no, we won. We won. So he took the lead. He won the team. So even though we lose, are you getting the point? Even though we lose, even Bino loses, even, even Francesco lost, even me lost. But the thing is that our leader won, so his win covered us. Are you getting the point? So I may feel I'm a loser, but actually I'm not a loser because my leader is winning. Oh, come on somebody. What I'm saying to you, if your leader is winning and God's covering our win, we are winners. Come on. You may go back home feeling you're a loser. You go back home facing the temptation again. But together, together, if we are doing the kingdom of God, the work of the kingdom, we are all winners in Jesus' name. And that is why follow your leader. It's, it's, don't depend on your past achievements. Follow your leader. And the number three thing is that don't just follow your leader, but this one. Follow the next or the new battle plan we really need to listen to what God is saying to us because it doesn't mean he did it before that he will do it again he made let, let me let me explain same victory but different process how to get that victory same Lord but who knows every battle changes Jericho is different from AI in Jericho they shouted in AI, they didn't. They were actually silent. So there's the thing. Our thing is that we must be conscious, we must be aware of the next battle plan. If we miss it, we will lose the next battle. Why do we lose it? Because we thought the way to win this battle is the same with the battle plan that happened long time ago. But who knows that God is revealing new ways and new things to win the battle. That's why we need to listen. We need to commune with the Lord. Because if we miss the next battle plan, we lose it. So follow the next battle plan. Man, and oftentimes, always the battle plan is always crazy. When God says a new thing, it's always, you know, beyond your comprehension. When we started the church, we're just... 50, starting on the house, we're just five, and then it keeps on growing every week. Praise the Lord. We never have a gathering that we don't have a visitor. Praise the Lord. Every, every event, every gathering, there's always salvation. And then after that, we transfer to, from place to places, and then we're averaging 60. And then when we are in the 60 uh, attendance, God told me, look for a venue. So I look for a venue. I look for a venue of 100 and all of them are closed. It's no longer available. So I'm asking the Lord, Lord, why is this thing? And sometimes you feel so discouraged. 
But then God told to me, go ask for the biggest venue in the city. I said, what? 62, that, this kind of space, just do it. If it's available, then we have a deal. So I just go there, ask the owner, and I said, is this available? And then the owner said, yes, it's available. And so we transfer from 60, and we're going to a 1,000 capacity venue. And, and come on, it's crazy. But God said, I called you here. I'm going to be the one to fill the place. Just go out there and preach the gospel. But this is what I realized. Every time, every year, I spend time with the Lord, ask the vision from Him. Lord, what's next? I cannot depend on books. I cannot depend on the trend or what's famous. I'm going to go there and, and, and silence myself. Even my past achievements, I, I put it all out. It doesn't mean that we have reached 1,000 last year. That we, I just follow. No, I, I'm asking, Lord, what's your next? I want to follow you, Holy Spirit, because it's not by might nor by power, but by the Spirit of God. So I spend time and listen to the Lord because what God says is that all that matters. People may say it's not famous. People may say it's not uh, uh, practical. But oh, uh, uh, as long as you're following the Lord, you can never make it wrong because you are following the God who knows everything. And so I follow the new battle plan. Have you asked yourself, what's the next battle plan for your life? Maybe because you're still using an old way to conquer your battles of today. That's why you're going round and round and round. What if today God, is, God will tell you how you're going to win your battle? I'm so blessed with Shout Conference. Are you blessed? Yeah. Are you blessed? Yeah. yeah, amen. I'm blessed. One of the big things that I, I got from there is the, the message of, uh, of uh, Pastor Steve about scaling up. I, I discovered who I am, how God designed me to be. Because lately, I've been trying, as the church is growing, it's the opposite what I'm doing. I'm scaling down. It's because I thought this should be this, this should be that. Because I'm listening to what I read, or I'm listening to all, it affects my decision. But then this shout, all of a sudden, the Lord revealed to me, said, Hey, I did not design you for that thing. I designed you to be a winger. I designed you to be, come on, you, you, haven't you noticed it? He said that when you gather, you can gather 500, 800, come on. It's not uh, something to brag about, but he said, God told me that's how I designed you, then embrace it. So when you go back there, no more holding back. Come on, give your best swing because I'm going back to win. Oftentimes, it limits us, our mindset, because we are confined of the bigness of the victory that we have in the past. And just because this one is small, just because this one is small, we think, oh, we can make it. I can do it. If I did it in Jericho, I can do this. No. Because your dependence is not on the size of the battle. Your dependence is on the size of your God. So, so the thing is that don't follow. Don't, you got to listen to what God is saying to you. And that's why I'm here. I just want to encourage you in a personal note. I know going back home, you will face same battles. You will face conflict. 
temptation. And praise the Lord, you keep coming back to church. Because the reason why you're still here, because you're not giving up. And I want to honor you for until now you're still here. You're still kicking. You're still fighting. And go on going back there. You are a winner in Jesus' name. Come on, somebody in the church. Thank you, Lord. And the next one is this. If you want to go back to win, don't just follow the next battle plan, but this one. Win your private life. You know why they failed? Because there's an Achan in the house. So Joshua dealt with Achan. It's because we can, we can be doing amazing in our public life. But the real battle is in our private life. I'm mean, speaking to somebody here today. So that's why they're going to deal with it. They corrected it. They, they, uh, even Joshua prayed, repented. He's, uh, he's so affected by it. But they were able to correct it before they go to the battle. Now here's the thing, maybe the reason, maybe the thing to repair is not out there, but inside here. Maybe the thing that's holding our battle, our victory, it's not on the system, not on the way to do things, but possibly if we just go back to the Lord, if we repent, if we have sins that we are committing, because God knows our private life. Well, we cannot expect that we are losers in private life and winners in public life. If we're going to be winners, then let there be a consistency. Don't just be consistent in shouting that you are a winner. No, when you go back where you are, when you're facing your conflict, when you're facing your temptations, come on, you are a winner. You win your private life. And this is what I discovered is because the public life is just but an overflow of the private life. We cannot fool God. We may fool people, but we cannot fool God. And these people are, you know, they thought they can win it in AI, but actually they have sin that they are tolerating. So what they did was, okay, where did we, went? Where did we go wrong? So they evaluated themselves. Joshua prayed to the Lord, where did we commit mistakes? And the Lord pointed out the, the mistake, and it was Achan. And they corrected it. They were sorry for it. But they didn't stop there. They didn't stop there. They said, Joshua said, oh, come on. This is not yet over. I'm going to go back there again. And I'm going to fight again. And so he gathered all the armies. He corrected the mistakes. But he said, oh, come on. So he gathered all 30,000 best men, best warriors. And he said, this is not yet over till it's over. We're going to go back to AI. And we're going to fight again. Why I'm saying these things? It doesn't mean you fail in the past. That you no longer, God can no longer use you today. Your past is your past. It's your past failure. But it should never stop you from pursuing your destiny. You should keep on going back. Keep coming back. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you this. God did not call you to be perfect. God just called you to show up and keep coming back. There are times that you may not make it. Coming here to church, you are wounded. You are feeling miserable. But praise the Lord, you are here. 
Praise the Lord you showed up. Praise the Lord you keep coming back. And let me tell you this. If you keep doing that. And you keep doing and you keep depending on the Lord. Every battle that you're facing. You can win it in Jesus name. And that's why. So they go back. They went back there and said. They are there, they are there in, in the field. You know that feeling. To be in the same place where you were once defeated. It's scary. I will never forget Manny Pacquiao being beaten by Marquez. Remember that awful knockout? You know that people thought that he was dead? No, just a one punch here. And he's out. So it's knockout. So when he was interviewed after the that knockout, so they were saying, they were asking, so Manny Pacquiao, what's your response about this knockout? Some uh, a horrible knockout. And Manny Pacquiao said, no, I, I just laugh at it. I just laugh at it. I just laugh about it. And here's the thing. I think we are the only people in the world. Filipinos in the house. May mga Pilipino barito, amen. We are the only people in the world that can laugh on our calamities. <laughs> we are happy people. You know, uh, there is storm, we're happy. No storm, we're happy. That's why CNN news doesn't work in Manila. Because, you know, in CNN, it happened. Actually, it really happened. What happened was, it was there was a storm, and the CNN was there, and they're saying, uh, we're here in Manila right now, and the place was devastated. People are suffering. They're so, they're so uh, distressed and everything. So we're going to uh, approach this family, and we're going to interview them and ask them what's, what they're feeling. And so they approach this one family, you know, in the flood. Their house is gone. And when they put the microphone on, this lady said, Hi! <laughs> Woo! Yeah! And they said, oh, wow. And CNN interviewed that lady. He said, okay, what, what do you feel, mom? What do you say? Oh, we're happy. Well, why are you happy? It's because it's free swimming pool all over. <laughs> so all the people, you know, all the kids are swimming in the, in the flood and everybody's happy. That's why when there's a storm in Manila, don't believe everything you hear in CNN. Because actually everybody's happy. So the, the, the thing is that, the thing is that we can laugh at our calamity. We can laugh at our failures. Come on, the problem is this. We put too much drama on our failures. Uh, we, we put too much story in our drama. Come on, God did not call you to make a drama. God called you for your destiny. Yeah, it's okay to bleed for a while. It's okay to cry for a while. It's okay to feel it for a while. But for two years, you're like that. Come on, I'm encouraging you. When you go back where you are, you can win because Jesus is with you. Don't let failure stop you from trying again. I'm not just preaching this. I'm living this out. Because eight years ago, I'm a total wreck. I'm a total failure. I come here in New Zealand not to serve. I keep coming back here to clean and to serve, not for position. I never thought that I'll become a pastor, mind you. I just come here just uh, uh, having a good time. But because what's holding me back is my failure. I thought God can no longer use me. I thought that God can no longer uh, move me. But here in New Zealand, I was here to hide. And I'm always telling you this, 
Who knows that it's a wrong idea to hide in a Quipper's church? <laughs> I hide, but actually this is where I found my call. In this, exactly in Mercury Theater. Seven years ago. I will never forget while coming here. I'm still browsing all my pictures, all my videos. I still remember coming here. I'm taking a video seven years ago, entering that spot. Pastor Sam is preaching about uh, of, of, of arise, shine for your glorious risen upon you. And his message is about the, the, the awfulness of not being picked. And I was there sitting and said, Okay, you go, you, you, you go your thing, you go conquer the world. I'm here to just enjoy. <laughs> but God got me. This is where I was baptized in the Holy Spirit. This is where I found my calling. This is where God changed my life. This is where God transformed my heart. This is where God deposited the vision for Manila. I was crying here and I was asking, Lord, why you are giving this vision for, for Manila? I'm not the pastor. I'm not the one that should lead. Why you are putting this on me? So I, I can't sleep for the whole night. I wrote down all the prophetic images. At the time, I, I haven't been able to talk to some yet. Never. I'm just taking photos, right? But in, my, in the picture, I see thousands of people. So I'm an artist. So instead of writing, I draw it. I draw it, thousands of people. I was there preaching, and Sam is talking to me. So I said, oh, maybe I will be in big trouble. <laughs> maybe Sam will address my mistake or whatever. So I'm still failure-oriented. I'm still battling my, my, my AI. You know, but coming here, going to shout, I'm so, so pumped up. But in myself, I have a little AI that I'm always defeated. But here, I found my calling again. I corrected myself again. God changed my life. Oh, and when I go back, when I go back, I go back, I said, no more. I will not go back to my country as a loser. I will no longer go back there as a, as a person who has no will in the Lord. I'm going to go back there to change my nation because God called me in Jesus' name. So I go back there. I go back because I'm going back to win no more as a loser. But this time it's different. And God told me, listen to me. The next, but let me tell you honestly. Going back to Manila, I don't know what to do. Really, I don't know what, where to start. I don't know where to go. Literally, it's all by the Holy Spirit and the word of the Lord. I opened the book and I said, Lord, what will I do this week? And God told me, literally, he said, go north. Okay, that's doable. I go to the north. Look for a place there. Look for the house. And the name of the place is Katipunan. Filipino, alam yung Katipunan, right? So there's Katipunan. So God gave us a house there to rent. So that's where our first e-group happened. And let, let me tell you this. And I researched the word Katipunan in Tagalog came from an old word which means punan. And you know what it means in English? Equip. So I said, okay, Lord, we can do this so every week, I'm asking the Lord. I put it in my journal. I write down everything. Not just write. Take a picture. 
video it. Because I know someday, come on somebody, I know someday that I'm going to look back on it and I'm, I'm going to show to the world what God can do to a used-to-be failure that people has rejected, of the churches has rejected. But this guy has been changed by the grace of the Lord and I'm going back to win. Okay, oh, I encourage you? God is not over with you yet. Your failure don't make your destiny. It's just your history. You got to stand right now and allow the Lord to make new beginnings to your life. Listen to what he's saying. Follow your leader and depend on what God is doing right now. But when they go back there, they're in the field. You may be nervous. You may be scary on the same place where they were once defeated. But in the same place, it's a different thing now. I learned my mistakes. I learn from my failures. I accept the promise of the Lord. Even though I'm scared because of my past failures. Even I'm scared of what people say. But I'm standing there holding my spear. Holding my sword. Because I'm going to give it a try again. I'm going to fight again. Because this time, I'm going to be back to win. And I believe I'm here. Not for us. Not by accident, like that, by coincidence. When they told me that I'm going to be preaching in Mercury Theater, I said, no, this is not coincidence. This is not coincidence. I'm back to win. No longer the John that people mock and no longer the John that people despise. I'm thankful to the Lord that God gave me this church. In my country, I'm rejected. I'm no church wants no no church wants me to be in their church. I thank the Lord that in this house I found my home. I found my calling. I found my brothers. I found my family. You are my family. This is my home. And the reason I gotta win is because with you guys, we can change the world. And I believe that the thing is, we just keep on coming back. We just keep on coming back. Maybe you're going to go back tomorrow again to your work. Oh, come on, let's be realistic. When you go back to your work, when you go back to your house, there will be no shout like this. There will be no person praying over for you. There will be no singing like this. You are just on your own. Facing your old friends. Facing your your, your, your office facing your work. But let me remind you, in the past, you may be failing. You may be saying yes to temptations. But can I encourage you, it's not over yet. It's not over yet. You can still get your sword again. Get your spear again. And this time, you're going to go back to your work again. But this time, come on. I will have no more loser mindset. I will have a winning mindset. Because Jesus is with me. Jesus is for me. Come on, anyone in the house. Anyone in the house is believing that your win is already secured in Jesus. And that's why I believe in the name of Jesus right now. God is reminding us, yes, never underestimate the fight that you're in when you go back. It may not be big just as before. 
But come on, it's not about the size of your battles. It's about the size of your faith in God. Come on somebody, and that's why I encourage, I'm not here by accident. We're going back in Mercury Theater. Your challenge is same with my challenge. We're finding it hard to find a venue. But ladies and gentlemen, let me declare this. Going back where we start is not a retreat. Oh, did you get it? Going back here, it's not a retreat. We are not retreating. We are just re-evaluating and God is setting us up for a bigger thing in Jesus' name. So right now, right now, can you encourage everybody to stand up? You're not a loser, you're a winner. You're not a failure. God has your back. You may commit mistake, but God can forgive you again. He can change your life the way He changed me. So today, I, I, I believe, I feel in the Spirit that some of you, going back to where you are, you feel you can never make it. It's the same thing. Temptations. And you're succumbing to it. You're, you're defeated by it. But I want to encourage you. Come on, the fight is not yet over. As long as you have breath, as long as you're alive, come on, there's still hope and you still can make it. You can still fight. You can still win in Jesus' name. Whatever battle you're facing in your family, you can still make it. Whatever you're facing in your finances, you're going back to win. And that's why today, can I encourage everybody right now to reevaluate yourself one time, one, once again. And you ask, Lord, where is my dependence? Where is my dependence? Where is my passion? Do I depend on my past victory? Or do I depend on you? You ask yourself, am I a follower? Am I following the next battle plan? Am I winning my private life? Do I let my failures determine my destiny? Today, I want to encourage you. You're going to go back to win. So everybody right now, all hands in the air right now. We're going to ask the Lord. We're going to have our, our voice back. We're going to have our fighting stance back. And we're going to declare, come on, with your own words. With your own words. Come on, you say it. You declare it. I'm back to win. You declare it in Jesus' name. That you are here because you're a winner. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus.